Welcome to the Embracing Midlife Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Hastie. I'm a coach and practitioner of hypnosis and NLP. This podcast is about embracing midlife, the challenges and the opportunities. As a midlife woman, you have likely spent most of your life looking after others, and now it's time to start looking after you. For many of us, midlife is a time of deep reflection on the things we have done in our lives, but also the things we are yet to do. It's a time of many transitions, some good, some not so good. And it's also a time to revive your dreams. You know, the ones you had before life got in the way. Life is far from over and there is plenty of time to work towards your goals and dreams. This podcast is packed with health, well-being, and mindset tips, motivation and support for navigating your way through midlife and beyond. Today we're talking about stress again. So I know that I've done a few podcasts about uh, stress management and, and that kind of thing. But today I thought I'd talk about the physical and emotional signs of stress you shouldn't ignore. Now, we all know that stress is a common part of modern life and it's something that we all experience at one point or another. Whether it's work-related stress, relationship issues or financial worries, stress can have a significant impact on our physical and emotional well-being. While a little bit of stress can be motivating, chronic stress can be debilitating and lead to serious health problems. In this podcast episode, we'll explore some of the most common physical and emotional signs of stress, as well as ways to manage and prevent it. And I thought I'd do this one today because sometimes when we're really stressed, we don't actually recognise the signs. It might be there and it might be obvious to other people, but we don't always notice it. So I just thought I'd, I'd bring it up today. So when we think of stress, we often think of the emotional toil it takes on us. However, stress can manifest in many physical ways as well. Some of the most common physical signs of stress include headaches. They're a common physical symptom of stress. So stress stress can cause tension in the muscles of the neck, shoulders and head, which can lead to headaches and migraines. If you find yourself experiencing headaches more frequently than usual, it might be a sign that you're under too much stress. Digestive problems are another one. So this can include stomach aches, diarrhea and constipation. When we're stressed, our bodies release hormones that can slow down or speed up our digestive system. And this can lead to discomfort and digestive distress. Muscle tension. So this could lead to stiffness, soreness and even pain. And this tension can be particularly noticeable in the neck, shoulders and back. So if you're experiencing um, more muscle tension or pain than usual, that might be a sign that you need to take steps to manage your stress. And what of the emotional signs of stress? Some of the most common emotional signs include anxiety. So stress and anxiety often go hand in hand. When we're under stress, our bodies release hormones that can trigger feelings of anxiety and worry. If you find yourself feeling anxious more often than usual, that's a sign. Depression, so chronic stress can lead to feelings of sadness, hopelessness and depression. 
If you're finding yourself experiencing prolonged feelings of sadness or a loss of interest in things you used to enjoy, it may be a sign that you need to take steps to manage your stress levels. Or it might be that you might need to go and see a GP and make sure, firstly make sure that there's no physical reasons for the way you're feeling and then you, you, know, you may need medication, you may need to talk to a health professional. Um, it's best to go and see about it sooner rather than later. Don't let it go on and on. Irritability, yep, that's a big one. Stress can make us irritable, short-tempered and easily frustrated. If you find yourself snapping at your family or colleagues more often than usual, that's a sign. And another one is withdrawing. So either physically or emotionally. So you withdraw yourself from other people. You just can't people. This is, this is one that I commonly do. When I get really stressed, I sort of take myself out of the picture. I'll go and spend a lot of time on my own. Um, or, yeah, or if I'm not allowed to spend time on my own, I get irritable and snappy. So, <laughs> so yeah, so that, they're two big ones for me. Okay, as I mentioned earlier, a little bit of stress can be motivating. So like um, a deadline, you know that you've got to meet it and you sort of, you know, rush around and get it done and then it's done and then it's like, oh, it's, you know, a little, little party, it's all a little happy dance and, you know, that's okay and you move on. That kind of stress is, that's okay, that's, um, you know, we all, we all have that, that's fine, but it's the chronic stress that can have serious health consequences. So long-term stress can lead to a range of health problems, including cardiovascular disease. Chronic stress can have a major impact on our cardiovascular system. It can cause uh, an increase in heart rate and blood pressure, and it can lead to an increased risk of heart disease or, and stroke. Type 2 diabetes is another one. So stress can um, also affect our blood sugar levels because it leads to an increased um, cortisol production and you prolong that and you, you increase your risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Mental health problems. Um, as I mentioned before, it can lead to a range of mental health problems, including anxiety and depression. So how do we cope? Well, we can't always control the stresses in our lives, but we can take steps to manage our stress levels. So some effective coping mechanisms could be exercise. So regular exercise can help reduce stress levels by releasing endorphins which are natural mood boosters. Exercise can also help reduce muscle tension and improve sleep quality. Mindfulness meditation. Now I did a full podcast on this a little while ago, so you can look that up. Um, I'll put the link there for you. This helps stress by promoting relaxation and reducing feelings of anxiety and worry. Practicing mindfulness regularly can also help improve your ability to cope with stresses. Time management, this is a big one. Effective time management can help reduce stress by allowing you to prioritize your tasks and avoid feeling overwhelmed. Make a list of your tasks for the day and tackle them one by one, focusing on the most important tasks first. Now, when I say make a list, I don't mean list everything in the world. I mean just two or three things that are important 
And sometimes the way that I get to this, if I'm really overwhelmed and I just have no idea what to do first, I'll do a brain dump. And I've talked about this before. What I do is I dump it all out on a piece of paper. You know, if it's to do with work or my business or my health or my family or whatever it's to do with, doesn't matter. I put it all down on a piece of paper and then I prioritize what needs to be done right now. What do I need to do today? Um, then I can also look at what I can delegate to someone else, what I can put off for another time, or even those things that I can cross off the list altogether because they're really not that important. Okay, so I thought I'd also give you some quick tips for managing stress at work and at home because stress can impact every part of our lives. Number one, setting boundaries. Yes, I also have a podcast on this one. Um, it's setting boundaries of self-care, um, which I'll put the link to. So the, the way setting boundaries helps us reduce stress is it allows you to prioritise your time and energy. Learn to say no to requests that aren't essential and make time for self-care activities. It's not easy, but it is worth it. Number two ties in with number one, practice self-care. Self-care is essential for managing stress. Make time to do activities that you enjoy, like reading a book, taking a relaxing bath, or going for a walk in nature. Whatever it is for you that recharges your battery and makes you feel good, do more of that. Talk to someone. Talking to someone you trust about your feelings can help reduce stress and feelings of isolation. Whether it's a friend, a family member, or a men mental health professional, don't be afraid to reach out for support. If your stress levels are impacting your daily life or causing significant physical or emotional symptoms, it might be time to seek professional help. A mental health professional can help you identify the source of your stress and develop effective coping strategies. You may also want to talk to your GP or you can reach out to me. I do deal, um, help people deal with stress all the time. One thing I will say though, if, if it's diagnosable anxiety or depression that you're dealing with, you probably need to speak to a GP first um, and then and go from there. Sometimes you may need medication to help you over that initial path. And medication definitely has its place in helping you get back on track. Where I come in is I can actually teach you tools, relaxation tools and other tools to manage stress that can keep you on track. I think we can all agree that stress is a common part of life. It's something that we all experience at one point or another and it's not going away. And while a little bit of stress can be motivating, chronic stress can have serious physical and emotional consequences. Recognising the signs of stress and taking steps to manage it is essential for maintaining our health and well-being. By practising effective coping mechanisms, setting boundaries and seeking professional help when necessary, we can reduce the impact of stress on our lives and live a happier, healthier life. And I think we all want that, don't we? Okay, so I hope that has been helpful for you today. Um, as I said before, if 
this is something that you need help with please reach out I will leave a link below on how to contact me you can either email me or you can book a call and we can discuss things also if you have been listening to this podcast regularly or even if this is your first time can you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or rate me on Spotify I believe this helps more people find the podcast and I you know want to get the message out there once again thank you so much for listening Bye for now.